What's up everyone, Jay Miller here bringing another Productivity in Tech podcast. I am so excited for my guest this week, Heidi Helen. Um, I'm going to try it. Pilipas. I might have messed up the last name. I'm sorry. But Heidi Helen is someone that I've known on Twitter for a few years. She is the design arm of the Illuminated Bits brand. And I actually learned that Heidi isn't fully employed or a full member of Illuminated Bits. That is, she just helps in that arena. In fact, Heidi is a freelance designer and now developer in that she just released her first app, When Did I? And we talk about the app a little bit, and you know me, we don't talk about apps on this show, but I had to talk about it a little bit because this is an app that's so simple, yet so profound in that I can't think of very many apps that have tried this. And it is an app that I have started using every single day now, uh, just to keep track of really important things that aren't necessarily reminders, but are also a good way to remember the last time I did something. But I talked to Heidi for a while and we really dig into what it's like to work on someone else's app, have someone work on your app, and the difference between that feeling of ownership when it is someone else's problem and now it's your problem. So I hope you're in a comfortable position. Uh, it's actually not that long of an interview. It's about 30 minutes, but I really enjoyed it. And I hope that you've got a pen and paper to take some notes and learn if you're in the same position that Heidi's in where she's trying to get a new business off the ground and, and launch new apps and, and learn and do all these things. But here it is, my conversation with Heidi Helen. Time. So thank you so much for jumping onto the show. <laughs> no problems. And I, I have to start with, like, what what is your role with Illuminated Bits? Because I, I'm so confused, and I always get confused, and I've asked Ish, like, seven times, and he can never give me, like, a clear answer. <laughs> so as far as I know, he does, like, the development stuffs, and then you do everything else, which doesn't seem fair to me. But, I mean, if that's what works, I, I'll go with it. <laughs> Uh, we have a very fair arrangement, actually. Um, so Illuminated Bits is Ish's um, independent company, so he has total ownership over it. I'm not actually employed by his company. I, like, kind of do contract work, and he um, he reimburses me for some of the work I do. So, I mean, Caps uh, Capsicum is one of the apps we work on, and... I get a share of the profits it makes. So um, my role specifically is um, doing design. So I work on designing the user interface. I use Sketch um, for that. And then I'll send those mock-ups over to Ish and he'll implement it in code. Not necessarily straight away. There is like a back and forth discussion and iterations before we're happy on a particular screen. And then I also do 
like social media, um, social media promotion for the apps we work on. So I create like artwork and come up with like the wording for tweets and Instagram and Facebook. Like, like we do, we do like agree on the messages and stuff that we want to share when we're promoting stuff and, and then both discuss whether we like the artwork and stuff till. So it is like a collaborative process. So I already have a few questions just off of that response. Um, the big thing is you said that uh, you're kind of working as a contractor. Does that mean that mm-hmm. you're building apps with other developers or um, working with other developers to, or other, I guess, business owners to uh, help promote their brands and their products as well? Uh, not currently. Um, I just... just started my I just started a new app or released a new app that uh is on my own developer account and I actually so another developer actually worked with me and I'll be paying him a share of the profits from my own project so um yeah I I actually I'm looking for work at the same time as working on all my own products so they're like they're kind of like all different side projects, but I would love them to be full time projects that can make a living for me. I, I do think that that is the uh, the entrepreneur's dilemma of having so much work to do, and then also having your own things that you want to accomplish, all while trying to still make your business profitable. Uh, that's something yeah. that I'm learning more and more about like each day that I've been uh, trying to do this, this, I don't even know what you would call it. I, I call it boutique creativity <laughs> business uh, at mm-hmm. this point. But that's interesting because, you know, I, I look at Stamp Pack and that was how I first found out about um, Ish and about and you and, and what you two were doing. But I look mm-hmm. at that, I look at Capsicum, and it's to me, it, it does seem like a very joint uh, effort in there of like, I'm, you know, you are just as much a part of that product as as Ish is, even though maybe the business is under his name. And, and mm-hmm. I, I like that. I like that it doesn't feel like it's oh, hey, I built this app and I had to hire a designer. It was, yeah. this is our app and we we built it. I think that that shows in your work. Exactly. Like, I don't just, I don't just see myself as like a contractor. I, like, I do consider them my apps as well. And I really do feel part of it and have ownership. And we make decisions about the product together. Like, uh, Ish, Ish still like leads like, uh, he has a direction that that he wants to go and features that he wants to build. So he still leads like like the apps we've worked on together, but I can definitely have a big influence with my own ideas and like if there's ever something I want, he's like, mock it up. <laughs> so I have to do some work if I actually want it. If I want something, I have to like actually show like how it could look. <laughs> so... Yeah. 
So looking at that and and definitely congratulations on the launch of a new app. Uh, I was lucky enough that that you gave me a, a copy to test, and I can already yeah. say like I've I've put a few things in it. Um, let's talk about that, but also let's talk about the difference between. I work on an app with someone and then like mm-hmm. I work on my app with someone. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Well, when I started working on this app, I actually I actually figured that it would go on on, on the other developer's account. Um, because so I, I primarily design. I only recently just started learning a little bit about uh, coding, learning Swift. Um, and so I figured it would go on his account, but he said to me, Kyle, who I'm working with, he said, it seems like you really, uh, want to make a go at the indie life and that you're really passionate about this. Wouldn't it be great if you could release the app on your own account and like, it'd be your app. And I actually thought that was really awesome. And, um, because it was my, it was my idea. And uh, me and Kyle, we met at Layers in 2017, which is a conference that happens at the same time as WWDC. And, yeah, we kept in touch and he really wanted to get into development. Like he did web development before and he wanted to get into working on iOS apps, so really wanted to get some projects under his belt and stuff that he could have in his portfolio and yeah we talked about ideas for making an app and I mentioned my idea for when did I where you could track things you've done like the last time you changed the sheets or um, if you took your multivitamin and he really liked the idea and then we started working on it together Um, yeah so it's under my name like I have my own developer account and that was a pretty exciting process setting up because I've never done that stuff before. Like with Ish, he managed all that side of things. So, yeah, I have a lot more ownership over this and a lot more um, a lot more control in a way because, like, I'm, I'm responding to all the support emails so far and... Um, I can kind of make the executive decisions <laughs> as well. I think that's that is such a cool thing and and like you said just the idea of I have to make those decisions. Um not to make this all about me, <laughs> but I <laughs> I had uh, a friend of mine who's been on the show uh, a few times before, Brett Terpstra, uh really awesome automator web wizard does a bunch of crazy things. Uh, he just put out an app called bunch and all it does is allow you to, uh, load windows or environments or URLs. Uh, and you can basically batch them all together into quote unquote bunches. And then you call them, uh, relatively quickly. And I come in as an automator and as a scripter. So for me, I built an Alfred plugin just out of, my desire to just do something with, because I love the app and it it solved a need that I had, but I wanted to make it better. And I built it and he was like, oh, cool. 
can I put this on my website and then reference your GitHub page for it? And that was the first time I'd ever had someone say like, hey, you've done something that's really cool with code. Can I share it with my audience and let people download it? And they'll come to you with their problems and you can deal with it. (laughs) And in my mind, it was like, I'm doing it. I'm actually doing it. And then I started noticing that people were actually following the the repo. And I was like, oh, God, what did I do? (laughs) Um, So I'm sure that... Had just having your name and having your developer account tied to the application is both exhilarating and uh, terrifying at the same time. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Um, um, yeah, I spent quite a bit of time yesterday replying to emails and trying to do some marketing stuff. And I I need to also at one point think about implementing new features and how I might design those and uh, any issues people are having, how I could solve them. And at the moment I'm still like on the, I'm still on like the launch day high, like, and I like just, I've had a lot of feedback on Twitter, like comments and retweets and likes and lots of, um, kind of like a lot of attention coming in and yeah it's it can be like difficult to process it all and then you have to get back to working on stuff well well and to talk about the app uh, just a little you know you're really solving a very specific but very often desired need uh there mm-hmm. there isn't much um, competition in the area of it's not necessarily a task that I have. It doesn't need to go on my task manager. It's not a project. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a subtle hint. Like I was actually telling um, one of my carpool mates uh, about the app and explaining explaining it. He goes, oh, why wouldn't you just set a reminder? I was like, well, do I really need a reminder of I need to change the oil again? Well, no, because the oil gets changed at different intervals. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. earlier, sometimes it's later. But what I do need to know is, hey, when was the last time that I changed the oil? Because mm-hmm. if I do look at it and it says, oh, wow, it's been like seven months, I need to do that now, <laughs> <laughs> then it's it's obviously a problem. But if I'm having car problems and I go, well, huh, it says here I've only I only changed my oil like two or three months ago. Hmm, maybe I need to take it to the mechanic to get it serviced or, or looked at. Uh, so I, I think that your app fits in the space very well as a great companion to someone's workflow. It doesn't have to be a calendar entry anymore. It doesn't have to be that task that never gets finished. Like it, yeah. it has a home now. And I, I thank you for that because that makes me feel so much better because I get anxiety about unfinished tasks, but it also, it just, it just seems so logical that I'm like, how, how is this just coming out? And I guess it was just waiting for you. (laughs) Yeah. I always wanted something like this and I couldn't find something similar. Um, I think there might be some other products that are like this, but I don't, know how long ago it was since they've been released and how popular they were they are like um yeah they might be quite out outdated and abandoned products so anyway even 
if there are existing products in this space, I wanted to make my own that, you know, and how I would want it to be and my own touch. Like I like designing and I like fun, bright colours. So I made sure I put a really nice colour scheme in there. I just tried to make it nice. I think the theme that I'm using right now is the purple haze. Really okay. Like so that with the dark brightness, I think Sweet. the colors are, they really pop in that, that scheme. Yeah. My developer Kyle chose um, the additional themes. I like, I started with the yellow and cyan one and he added in a bunch of others. So you can thank Kyle for the other colors. <laughs> I will definitely do that. You mentioned that you met Kyle, what, two years ago now, and and that you had this idea and and it's been in development. I think that's Mm -hmm. something that people tend to forget. Like, I know Ish made a really good point about this of like, I had this idea for an application and the technology wasn't there. And even if the technology was there, like it took him 20 apps to get to a thing that he enjoyed, like, he was like, okay, this is close. It's not exactly what I was wanting, but it was close, and it was the culmination of all those other things. Um, For you, you're just starting out in the programming uh, arena. You've been doing it for, uh, you know, a few years now. Uh, how, How does that feel when you don't have the experience of 20 apps behind you and if this is like the first app, how, how does that feel? Mm. Well, I've really leaned on the support of the people I've worked with. Like Ish has so much experience. So I'm really grateful. I've had a chance to work with him. He, he's taught me so much. Um, he's, he pretty much mentored me in designing apps because when we first met, we met via email when I mentioned some things that needed improving in one of his apps. Um, and, um, he actually wanted help on his apps and he saw that I kind of had the skill and eye to help in that area. But I was like a graphic, like I I was a graphic designer, but well, my main background is in visual arts. I, I that's what I studied at university. So um, the first thing I did when I worked with Ish is I made some icons that were consistent weights and sizes for one of his apps and like just over time like he mentored me in designing apps like he got me to read Apple's human interface guidelines and I also read through Google material design and I did um, design code the learn sketch portion of that which is a course by Meng Tu and a, and a bunch of other designers and developers that he works with now. And, yeah, I, I gradually built up my skills and got to a point where I feel quite comfortable, um, like, designing an app, like following following guidelines that match the operating system of the app. So... So how does that, how does that translate? Um, We often hear like, 
oh, I'm a I'm a developer, not a designer. Like I, I tell mm-hmm. people now, like I use Bootstrap on everything because you don't want me building my own like style sheets for any of the websites that I've worked on. But I, I do know that as a developer, as someone who writes code, I do have to have at least an eye for some like basics of design just to know that, okay, I can't cram 10,000 lines <laughs> onto a single web page. I might want to, you know, do some kind of pagination for that. But how mm-hmm. is it coming from being a designer first and then being able to write code with the design already in mind? Well, the code I've written so far is in Swift Playground, like the Playgrounds app on my iPad, and I've just been learning it on there. Um, my my co-worker, Kyle, um, or co-collaborator, worked on the code for this app. So I just, I like designed everything and we had lots of conversations about how things should work and tested it and refined it through using test flight. So that's how it worked for us. Okay, cool. And and I, I do think that that's, that's still good because that allows you to look at the code that he's writing and not just, not just be like, okay, yeah, that's, that's good or whatever, but also have that idea of, okay, what's really happening so that I can learn. Um, I've, I've learned a lot of the programming knowledge that I have from watching other people and being like connected to what other people are doing uh, with, with code. And I think there is no greater example of that than having code with your name on it. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, like if Kyle all of a sudden said, you know what, I'm not, I'm not going to do any more with this. This is on your account. That's fine. I hope he would never do that to you. Um, but uh, it does give you this, like, I, I want to know a little bit, maybe, maybe more about the code and what's happening, yeah. but you're not looking at it from like a, a, from like a guardianship or I have to know about this because it's on me to, to support it. It's more, Hey, I'm actually interested in how this works. Um, and I, I think again, you show that passion in all of the apps that I've, I've seen that you've had your name associated with. Um, so I, I can definitely tell that this is like going to be no different thanks I definitely want to keep learning more about coding um I I really would like to be able to support my app on my own if I could um not that I want to kick out help from others but I want to you know I want to learn about it in case I do need to take over in that area at a future date and I really feel like it could be a skill that will really help me in my career as well well, and you mentioned before, like you're, you're a business owner, like this isn't, it's not just the app, it's the app, it's the marketing, it's the uh, finance management, it's the client uh, aggregation and, and like client seeking and all that stuff. Uh, it It doesn't give you much time to really just sit down and say, I'm going to dig into the code. So I think it is great to have that help, but also to be as knowledgeable as possible, especially in the areas of knowing what you don't know. Um, that's something that I've had to to learn the, the harsh lesson of recently. 
Yeah, there's there's a lot that I don't know right now, which I'm very happy to admit. <laughs> but yeah, I keep learning. So, so speaking of which, uh, you mentioned a lot of the guides that uh, you used to kind of grow into this uh, designer uh, with with a huge portfolio and, and a lot of experience behind you. Um, what are some of the areas that you've been trying to grow in as a business owner? I mean, you mentioned trying to get more clients and try to do marketing. I noticed that the marketing for Stamp Pack was was big and then it seemed like Capsicum was even bigger. Like you had more of a an idea of coordinating with different publications and mm. putting out your own blog posts and, and kind of really having a marketing campaign instead of just, I released an app, yay, because that's <laughs> that's basically what I do with everything is like, I did this thing, okay, I'm going to set it down, forget about it and start working on the next one. Um, so yeah, what have you been using to, uh, I guess, grow in those areas? Yeah, well, one of the biggest things is building a community around me, like, um, I started on Twitter a long time ago and um, following people in the industry that I'm in and people that I'm interested in and, like, joining in in conversations. And um, I just happened to have built a big support network around me in a way because when I announced something, a lot of people in the community rally around me I recently also joined like a developer meetup in Adelaide, uh, Adelaide, South Australia, where I live, and networking in person with developers and people who work on apps. So that's also been good to like talk to people in person and some people even come up to me and ask about how Capsicum is doing and it's really cool that they know what I work on. I do think that the community side of things are, are extremely important. Um, I I mean, I'm glad to be somewhat a part of that community. I'm always looking at, at what, what you're doing, and I, I can't say I can even emulate it. Usually I just try to be like, okay, like Heidi put out this super awesome medium post. Maybe I just do like an announcement or a tweet. <laughs> do the bare minimum of that if I can. <laughs> I'm really glad you're a part of the community too. And, you know, everyone is welcome. Like um, the particular community that I, I feel a part of is like like people who make apps and in the tech community, like people who love Apple. Like, yeah, anyone who's interested in those things, I'm really happy um, to share ideas and um you know, support one another. Awesome. So I think this is going to be the last question before we jump into the bonus round. So before we jump into that, I do have to tell everybody, if you've enjoyed this conversation, if you've enjoyed all the other conversations, there's part twos to all of these and they are released in conjunction with these, but for our premium members only. Premium members get all of the great things of being in our free community and then some more uh, like they get, uh, we actually had a, a, a new premium member. Um, I did not ask permission to give their name out, so I will not do that, but thank you so much. <laughs> but 
as they would tell you, you also get, you know, an email string with me and I actually connect with you on a weekly basis and just see how things are going. Um, like Heidi just said, the community is so important and having people who not only believe in what I do, but believe in the mission of trying to help others become more productive is something that I want to continue to support. And I can't do that without your help. So if you want to help productivity and tech continue to be what it is, as well as get the extra awesome questions that Heidi's going to be asking me in a few minutes, uh, go to productivityandtech.com slash memberships and become a premium member today. Um, so yeah, Heidi, I sorry for the ad read <laughs> right in the middle of that, <laughs> but I will forget if I don't do it. <laughs> so the last question that I have for you is obviously there is a growing community around you, not just online, but locally. Um, mm. What is that scene like in, in Adelaide? I, I've, I've heard of Adelaide as a place, but I'm not too familiar with it. But mm -hmm. I do know that uh, me and my California, you know, ignorance basically thinks like the tech scene only exists in like three places in the United States and nowhere else. And that's clearly wrong because I get told that every single week when I interview someone from a super awesome place. Uh, but uh, what, what is it in Adelaide that really has you excited? You mentioned the, uh, the developer meetups, but do you see other things coming to that area? Um, you know, we have a lot of talent here. Uh, and it ends up being a small world because developers from Adelaide are known in the US as well. Like at this meetup, we have developers who make streaks and um, let me see what else. Streaks um, and Pocket Casts, uh, a podcasting app. So we have... Um, Russell and Quentin are the developers of those apps and, um, you know, they they go to WWDC as well and Russell's apps, uh, Russell's app Pocket Cast was recently acquired by NPR and so they own his company a little company from Adelaide and um you know there's lots of people there who are really passionate about what what they do there's like there's like a 16 year old young young guy who's working on apps while he's still at school and like super successful and very motivating that a person so young is doing all of that when I was 16 I didn't have that many achievements so um I just I really like being in person and talking to people and it's actually because of going to that meetup that I got inspired to start coding because before that I just thought I want to design and whenever someone says should design as code I kind of got angry because I'm like not if they don't want to but <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, now it now it was quite it was quite inspiring being there in person with people and just you know just connecting with people. I, I love that. And and while you were talking, I had to do like a quick thought in my head. Like, 
Uh, you mentioned Russell and the Pocket Cast team. I've I actually used Pocket Cast. So like when you said that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then I, I used Streaks a long, long time ago. Um, yeah. and so it's it's cool to hear about not just apps, but apps that I know, apps that I use, and apps that, apps that no one else knew that I used. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> Like you said, it is a small world. I'd, I'd love to yeah. actually you know, meet those people as well because i mean without mm. pocket cast like like i i listen to way too many podcasts and pocket cast helps with that but also like i'm a podcaster i've been doing this for like three years now and mm. to be able to have independent developers and even developers that have their products acquired like to me it it makes mm-hmm. me happy to hear that Something that started out as a passion project, something that started out as a, I want to do this thing, I believe in it, let's yeah. make it happen, can get the attention of a big company like NPR. I hope one day mm. one of my web apps can get like picked up by something like that. That'd be great because then financial security, yay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but, but I definitely do believe you when you say, you know, it's a small world and just having the knowledge of who's around you, what great resources are around you. That is one of the things that I think will make for great developers and designers alike, not just one or the other. Mm. So let's wrap it up. Let's, let's finish this off with telling how, telling everyone how they can be a part of your community and get in touch with you uh, if they want to on Twitter or or wherever else. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very active on Twitter. My profile is Heidi underscore Helen, and that's H-E-I-D-I underscore H-E-L-E-N. Uh, that's the best place to reach me, really. Um, reply to my tweets or send me a DM. You listen and to my conversation with Heidi Helen. Chat to me there. I really enjoyed this conversation, and as always, it didn't end there. In fact, right where this cut off, if you are a premium member, you're not hearing this. Instead, you're hearing the questions that Heidi had for me as someone who is also a new business owner and trying to make it out in the freelance world. So we shared a lot of ideas and thoughts and really tools that I've learned and and some of the tricks that she's learned to grow both of our our fledgling businesses. And I'm really excited that I get to share it with the premium members. And, And you might be wondering, you know, Jay, if you're all about giving, you know, great content to your listeners, why don't you make this free? Well, one, I gotta eat. And while my premium members aren't paying necessarily for my, my cheeseburgers, they are showing and helping provide the type of content that I deliver to you lot listening to this each and every week. So if you want that to be you, if you want to be that person that's willing to put your money where your mouth is and say, you know what, I enjoy productivity and tech so much that I want to support it, then consider becoming a premium member, a weekly check-in with me where I you know, send you a message in our Slack channel just to see how things are going, just to keep up, offer any advice that I may be able to offer. You also get 
first dibs in knowing what's going on in both Pit the business as well as Pit the podcast slash media brand. And you also just get that good feeling of knowing that you're helping bring productivity and tech to all the people around the world that listen. And to me, I think that is probably the coolest thing. But thank you to Nadir Omawale for the use of his music for the intro and outro, a hustler in spite of myself. And thank you to Heidi for being such a wonderful guest. But as always, I am looking forward to the next conversation, but you're going to have to wait until next week. So until then, I'm Jay Miller, and you can follow me on Twitter at KJYMiller. And of course, you can follow Productivity in Tech at prod underscore in underscore tech. That's going to be it for us. I hope we've been productive, and I'll see you next week.